You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest. Her name is Sally Crew. She's from thepractitionerplatform.com. We're going to get into the wild world of WAS. That's W A A S. And I'm going to start us right there, Sally. Welcome to the show. What is a WAS website or platform? Well, straight in. <laughs> um, thanks for having me, Chris. Um, WAS is an acronym for Websites as a Service. So a lot of people are familiar with what SaaS is or SAAS, Software as a Service. WAS is basically just taking that concept and the, the uh, instead of the software being provided as a recurring revenue service, it's a website. Um, so what, what we do is we basically create websites uh, for people but we don't start from scratch. So the, and the as a service part um, is to do with the fact that it's a subscription model. So you, you don't have to, even though you get kind of an agency level website, you, you're not paying 20 grand up front and then good luck to you. We, it's, a, it's a nominal setup fee and then a monthly fee. And we, we stay hands on because we found that most people who want help with the tech stuff, they, they don't just want help with the tech stuff like for a couple of weeks and then, suddenly they're great at tech. They, they want you to hold, hold their hand throughout the process. There's a particular marketing message I really like, which is, and it just kind of comes to me in different scenarios, but it applies here, which is all the power of WordPress without the hassle. Mm-hmm. And so we're not starting your customers on the practitionerplatform.com aren't starting with a blank WordPress website with some stock theme and a blog post on the front page. What are they starting with when they sign up for your recurring revenue package? They are starting with um, a conversation, basically. So they they book a call, they talk to me, they tell me what they want, and we then we decide which of our three tiers that they are suitable for. And as I said, we're, we're focused wholly on uh, natural health practitioners. So, and that's, I'm actually from that background. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and a, and a GAPS practitioner as well. I don't do that anymore um, for work, but that's where I come from. And I saw a great need uh, for people in those industries to get their, you know, get their work online and to be able to help people specifically via online courses. All of this came about because I had an online course that taught practitioners how to have an online course. <laughs> Super meta. I used used Lifter and I basically spun up a WordPress website with Lifter in it and um, a couple other plugins and put, you know, put my design on it because I come from a graphic design background originally. Um, And originally my course had a module that showed them how to set up a course site. And it was like, okay, install WordPress, go get a domain name, go download this plugin, go download that plugin, follow along. And we made the steps very, very simple to follow along. But nine out of 10 of my, of my students through my course were like, no, like, I don't want, like, even as, as simple as you've made it to follow along and set this up, I just don't want to do it because they're practitioners that, you know, they, they train for years to be good at what they're doing. And it's, it's not necessarily a web, web development. Some of them actually enjoy it, but even those people smartly recognize that, they shouldn't be spending their time digging around in WordPress as much as they love it. Um, that was me, actually. I, I was the reason I started an online course for my practitioner business at the time was uh, I told people it was to help more people around the world. But to be honest, it was because I really enjoyed best around with design and WordPress. And that was the most fun part of my business for me was was taking the problem that everybody else had about how to create a course and actually doing it and then showing people. Like I said, I realized they didn't want they didn't want to be shown. And so I created a bonus for my course, which 
was called the practitioner platform and the deal was you know through my course then for like an extra at the time it was like 39 dollars a month i can basically stamp out a clone of my website which they had they had been in to to receive my course so they knew they kind of knew the way around and they 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 knew the look and feel and it felt friendly to them um and i offered it for them just as kind of a, an experiment you know, I'll, you can have your own version of my course and then I'll show you how to deliver your your own beta experience course through it. And that's how it started. And that was back in like February 2017. Um, and then I did another launch of my course later that year. And I it got to the the part of my email sequence that, that was to- talking about the bonuses. And, yeah. you know, the bonus was, yeah, you get, you know, I think it was three months free of the practitioner platform, basically your own course website. Um, and then it's 39 months after that. And I was, I'd say like, I got like about a hundred emails from that, which is almost like half my list at the time. They're like, yeah, course, course schmoss. What about like, tell me more details. Is this, how does this compare to Teachable? How does this compare to Squarespace? And I was, I remember saying to my husband, like, well, why, like, I wish they just like stop talking about, my bonus like well they're obsessed with the bonus and of (laughs) course you know typical can't see the woods for the trees entrepreneur (laughs) like you it takes a while for you to suddenly like be in the shower one day and be like oh that's what I should be doing so um basically that's how it started and I, I realized that what what they really needed help with and what my my sort of personal center of the Venn diagram of being techie um, but also being a natural health practitioner. Um, and I can't really think what the third circle is. Oh, being into design. Uh, the middle of that Venn diagram was like my happy spot. Um, and the people I wanted to help, nine, 99% of them either don't have any right to be anywhere near a computer or they really, really love tech and don't have any right spending time on it. Um, or they're just like already super established as practitioners and they have a whole bunch of courses already and they just want someone to take it off their plate. So uh, what I do is is built to be the answer to all of those problems. Um, and also it's built to, to make sure that I spend every day of the rest of my life doing something I love, wow, which I think is important. <laughs> there's so much wisdom in that. Before we get into like the marketing and the tech and how the people pulled the product out of you, Tell us about the niche. Like when you say um, natural healthcare practitioner, is that the right? Like, what is that? Tell us about this market. Like, who are they? They are, um, they are people who typically a lot of my, a lot of my um, clients are actually fellow NTPs, which is nutritional therapy practitioner which is what I, my credentials, those are the letters I have after my name. So I, that's sort of how it started. That, 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 those are the people who my course was created for. And that also came about very organically. It was a Facebook conversation. What are you guys doing to make money? And I was like, oh, I, I just created this online course and I just had a $15,000 launch, you know, and now I don't have to see clients anymore. And I'm an introvert. So staying home is great. Great with me. I'm fine. Power to the introverts. (laughs) Exactly. Our time is here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically that's how that started. And it's just, it's all like every, every question that you're going to ask me is, is going to be a thread that can be pulled that can go back to that event, which was me just saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And then suddenly this sub sub thread of this Facebook post got bigger than the actual post. And it was determined that I should just casually show my colleagues how how to put a, a course website together and just even how to do a course because this was back in like 2016 yeah. back in the dark ages when when courses were online courses were much less uh well known or understood than they yeah. are now. wow that's that is super cool and i want to kind of go in a little bit on the the part where you realize and I, this happened to me too i'm not as much of a designer as you but I realized I was making all this content, like showing people how to do things. And then it just kept happening. People were like, Hey, can I just hire you to do it for me? Like, how did that, when did you realize you're like, Oh, I'm like them, but I'm actually different. And how did you like genuinely accept that and be like, all right, 
it, it's it's taken a few t- twists and turns as yeah. these things do. So in the beginning, it was like, yeah, I've got this course, I'm, this this website. I can show you how to do it, or I can just do it for you. And most most people said, do it for me. A couple of people said, do it for me, and then show me how to do it. Those were the wise ones. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of where we're trying to get people. So, uh, but then once I t- I, t- I decided to take. Um, take the practitioner platform full time and sort of flip the script. So to begin with, I had a, an online course and the, and the platform was a bonus. And then I flipped it around and made the, the platform the main thing. And I actually used the, used the course as like a, a bonus. So, you know, if you sign up, then you would also get access to my thousand dollar course. Right. So it just, all it did was sort of, you know, turn it inside out. When we started it full time though, it was actually built as as the SaaS, um, the idea was, and it was originally multi-site. My idea for it was that I would take WordPress and I would um, use a couple of admin plugins to sort of simplify, because you know what, to me, the issue with WordPress is that there's about five five ways to do everything. Yeah. And it's, it's like trying to get out of Ikea on a Sunday. It's <laughs> like, it's just like you click one place and you end up like down this, you know, secret passage to some other place. So I, I basically simplified the back end of WordPress and I set it all up to be very, very automated. We had <clears throat> we had this little robot character who actually is still with us, Beep Boop. Okay. And she is a she's a Zen meditating robot who shows you around the website and helps helps you learn basically how to use the page builder. And it was just such a fun thing to create. But lo and behold, most people when they got in there were like, you know, you've made it really simple, but I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Can you build it for me? And I resisted and resisted and resisted. And around uh, probably like the autumn of last year, um, I decided, okay, let's just try this for, for grins. Let's say if you sign up for you, we'll build the site for you. And then things just took off like crazy. And we got, um, we got like, we were a little bit too busy for a while. So we had to say, okay, well, that's, that's like a little bit too much. Um, we also weren't charging enough. So we sort of revisited that. And then in January, we said, okay, let's go with that. Let's build it for you. But there's a setup fee for that service because it's it's quite a high level service. It's basically an agency service. We get on the phone with you. Um, it's as what what I would say is it's a productized service, meaning that they there's, there's a formula and we'd have a production run every month. Um, we, we start on the first Monday of the month is project kickoff date for however many people have basically purchased tickets on that flight as I like yeah. it um, and then we go through a three-week process with them which is very uh, automated and productized but it's it's done by humans but we have software that says okay you know goes over to this designer for two days and it comes back to for an internal review with one of my managers and then sorry that's my mum whatsapping me from Cornwall. it's all good <laughs> everybody's <laughs> on whatsapp everybody's on zoom yeah. Yeah. um <laughs> and uh basically we we it, it's sort of the uh we went from one extreme to the other we went totally sass that was just too too techy for them then we went totally we'll do it for you and that was like you know i could have taken that into an agency but that's not what i want to do you know i don't want to do that and i was i got into we we sold so many sites i was working 16 hour days for months like i got close to being like i can't I can't do the same or so it was it was a health decision as well as a financial decision and we're now we're, we're about to kick off the first of those production runs next Monday so the last couple of weeks have been me basically building this machinery behind the scenes that's going to be very client focused focused on the experience we know that we we have the tech for the actual product we know how to build websites quickly and accurately and beautifully the issue was that I became the bottleneck in the company because mm-hmm. everything had to come through me. And I do do have a team, but it was still coming to me to say, okay, who's going to be the best person for this? What's their schedule? And, you know, you might've been, you might've had this experience yourself where it suddenly became that my, my day job was, a, was a, to manage, to be, be a manager, which is not, you know, my favorite thing to do. Wow, that's this is super cool. I I love the story, and it's you know when you get in front of demand, all of a sudden it's it's wild. It's yeah. I mean, you you like you said, you pull the people go pull the thread, and then all of a sudden you're in this world where you're in demand. 
a quick just um, uh, power user question. Mm -hmm. um, we're recording this at the end of March 2020. What you said you've been working on in the past couple of weeks. How are you approaching things in these like pandemic times, like with these healthcare practitioners? Like, what are you what are you working on to just help your community as best as you can during these times? So this is top secret, but since you've asked, I'm going to tell you. The other thing I've been working on <clears throat> is um, an online practitioner community. So my, my brand name before the practitioner platform or my, my sort of umbrella brand is The Online Practitioner. That was the name of my course. That's been around since 2016. Um, and I'm sort of resuscitating that brand and using Lifter and Buddy Boss. Okay. Which is just perfect. And we actually have, of the three plans that we that we sell for practitioners, we have uh, we have one called Tate Root that's designed for practitioners who are um, wanting to take their one-on-one -on -one practice online and it has a scheduler and everything, but there's nothing to do with courses. The next one is called Grow With The Flow and that has Lifter LMS in it and the ability and it has WP Affiliate and basically gives you um, everything you'd need. And then we, we recently added one last year called Reach and Teach, which is all of that plus Body Boss. So people can essentially have their own membership community. Um, a lot of practitioners are getting booted off Facebook. Um, I'm not going to go into any conspiracy theories, but there's a lot of them flying around. And, and a lot of, I've seen a lot of my colleagues um, and people in my niche asking the question again and again, okay, so-and-so's group just got shut down. Where, where do we go? Where's our new home? Yeah. Um, and I've been tagged in a couple of those posts, so I'm sort of being pushed onto the stage when it comes to that. So um, that we, we created the Reach and Teach plan. We've got a, a bunch of happy practitioners on there now, now growing their own communities. Um, but I'm also being like, hey, we've got this really good tool. Why don't I stamp out one of those sites for the online practitioner? And then what I'm going to do is, is put my courses in there um, and create a community for those guys to come and hang out and talk to each other. But it's basically going to be a business building community for, free, for online practitioners. And of course, you know, it, it, the more they learn that it's going to help them get to the point where they're ready to sign up for the practitioner platform, you know, but it's, it's going to be very handheld. And, and my, my goal with all of these things that I do is to meet, to meet people where they are um, I'm from Sherwood Forest, Robin Hood country. So I've, I don't think I'm ever going to be very good at just saying, okay, we only work with high-end clients. Like it's just not, it's not in my DNA. So I, I think we'll always have a bunch of really good free content available and stuff that, you know, like you do on your, on your website as well. You know, if you want to get the $1 trial of Lifter and, and check it out or just even use the, the free version of the plugin, there's nothing to stop you from building a, a business, you wow. know, basically for a few, for a couple of dollars. And I think that's important. I think that's like, I don't like the idea of anybody being held down from their business dreams because of lack of funding. Totally. Totally. I get that. Like, um, well, first of all, this is rapidly turning into one of my favorite episodes. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to find you in Sherwood Forest because sometimes <laughs> traditional business advice is, you know, raise your prices, move up market, whatever. But I'm like, well, what about what about the beginner? What about these people with limited resources? What about the people in another country where the U.S. dollar is? Yeah. Like, what about all all these people? Yeah. Like, and and I think it's I, the way I do it, and the way I actually teach my students to do it is like, yes, have have that high end offer because there are some people there. Then that's what our region teaches. It's there are people there who want you to they want all the bells and whistles they they just always will if they go to buy a car they're always they'll always be like show me the best i only want the best right and they haven't even seen the the model below that might be better <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that's like one percent of the market right yeah so yeah. have that for them you know have, for the people who have have the the income and and they literally it it makes sense to them to pay you if if they're you know, if the value of what they bring to their own business is, you know, $1,000 an hour, then yeah, sure, they, they'd be stupid to not pay you versus them messing around with WordPress plugins for a couple hours. But so I think that's important. But I tell people, like, have that sort of offer there for those people. And then they can, in a way, subsidize the sort of, uh, 
you know, the, the more affordable level stuff or even the free level stuff. Like, because I think it's real common with natural health practitioners. I mean, nobody gets into natural health as a, as a, as a career for the money. Yeah. You know, it's like not what you think. Oh, I want to be rich. I'm going to be a nutritionist. It's like, yeah. no, it's just, it just doesn't work. Um, so by default, I think my, my niche, my colleagues tend to be very heart centered and giving and, you know, don't really value what they bring to people. Um, and they have a hard time charging. I see people do really tremendous courses that help people heal really chronic conditions. And they're, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to make them charge like $500 for it. Because they're like, well, I'll do that next time. But this first time, I'm just going to make it like $19. Yeah. It's like, you know, so, but I totally get that. And you can't force somebody to charge more than they're comfortable with. Um, and like I said, I don't think it's a case of if you don't charge a ton, then you're devaluing yourself. I think there's, I think there's a gray area that that's what you were talking about, that I do think it's fair to, to have an offer for people who aren't quite ready or in the position, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just money mindset. It's actually just like real life financial. Totally stuff <laughs> totally that's that's amazing um let's go to the offer a little bit for the practitioner platform like i see some people put together a was or a website as a service business and they really position like the tools that are in the stack but when i look mm-hmm. at this it to me it looks like the i mean help me help clarify the language i'm using but it looks like everything in a healthcare practitioner needs to um for their online business component from like what is in the step like what's the offer so the the offer um and we broke that we broke it down into the three phases because originally we just had basically the middle one which is grow the flow which is lifter you know mm-hmm. basically it was originally just a course site and then we got people coming along and saying i'm not ready for a course site do i still have to you know so you at first you were helping them create more revenue by don't not, not just working with patients one-on-one yes. take your knowledge and package it into a course exactly. and either sell it or give it away for free or something do something exactly yeah. yeah that's that's what my my course the two courses i've done have been about that it's mm-hmm. been about one of them is called from idea to income and that's exactly what it's about it's about running a beta experience getting that first batch of people in iterating and then eventually turning around and creating like a, a nice slick recorded online course. And as someone who started with design and I'm kind of a design snob, I'll, I'll confess. Um, I was a little irritated by seeing training for course creation that just kind of said, yeah, just throw it, like throw it together or drip it out. by like, I just, I think it's really important. Even people who aren't designers, if, if they see two different websites and one of them's well has, designed. is yeah. well-designed, has some breathing room, you can charge more. You can, and not, not, not only that, you give people more confidence. Cause if I, you know, if you go into someone's actual physical shop and there's like junk everywhere and there's stuff like in the wrong place and you're tripping over stuff, then you, you're not going to go have that person work on your teeth. You know, you're going to be like, oh, this person, if they can't, it, and it's probably a subconscious judgment that we make. And it's not, obviously it's not fair. Like, there's a lot of messy geniuses. I mean, if you wanted to move this camera a little bit this way, you probably wouldn't think I was as, as neat as I look right now. But um, that's When I go to an acupuncture office, like, there's like an experience and like how yeah. things are laid out and like the calming and the lighting and like the water. And it's, it's like an experience. The it's an ambience. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also, I'm also um, a Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. I don't like that term, but that's the level that I'm at. And I'm, you know, an empath. So I'm very, very, I, I perceive a lot. So I think I maybe pick up on that. And I, but I think more people pick up on that subconscious stuff than they give themselves credit for. Mm-hmm. You know, like the you know, someone would come home and be like, something different in here? And you're like, Yeah, I've repainted <laughs> right. the living room a different color. You yeah. know, like they may not know that you've repainted the, the walls, but they would you know, would still sense it. Um and I think especially in my in, in the niche that I'm helping people in with the practitioners, people wanna yeah, you're replacing you're basically building an online business. And I like to think of it as as your as your office, as your store, as your as your practice. You know, 
make it spa-like. And um, what a lot of people say about my the basic template that we start everyone with is that they like how clean and spacious it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, – we just – there's a membership site built with Lyft I really like a woman named in the UK named Melissa Love built. And I, it has, it's called the marketing fix and there's like all this space. And I'm like, wow, this is, so, I'm not a great designer personally, but I'm looking at it. I'm like, what is making this so beautiful? And there's just room. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, it's, that's a part of it. Yeah. There's room. I don't, I think, I, I don't think you should say that about yourself, Chris, cause you, you and I both love some Montserrat yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And if you don't know what that is, it's a font. But you know, I didn't choose that. I I, I got somebody on ninety nine designs, and they chose that. So well, there you go. But well, then you're smart enough to know where to delegate. Let's go. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Um, well, let's get into the technology stack. If we're building yeah. websites as a service, um, well, first question before we go into like different ways to do it. I, it seems like some people who do WAS businesses hide the fact that it's WordPress and some people don't. Mm -hmm. uh, where, or some people, they don't really care, whatever. Like, where do you stand on that? Like, or what is it, how does it work for you? Well, it's a great question because originally the first version of, of, of the, the WAS, like the true WAS version, which was supposed to be sort of, you know, there's one, there's one template and you come in and it, that was all white labeled. It was so it was more wild. like a SaaS experience that you built. It was built. a SaaS experience, yeah. Yep. And you know why I did that was because there's a lot of people um, in the niche I work with who've dabbled in WordPress. Um, they've maybe they've like had a bad experience. But they've got like PTSD, WordPress PTSD. Okay. okay. Like they just don't want anything to do with it. So I, I did. I in the in the beginning I did kind of hide. Like in the very beginning, I didn't hide it, but then when it when it came to be a full time thing and we were trying to sort of satisfy it, I did because I didn't want that to be like a negative connotation for these people that I that are in my niche. Mm -hmm. um, when we came back around to look at what what were they actually asking for us to do, um, which was we they they just want the site done. They want yeah. they some of them have a vision, but they still don't want to be the one actually like creating it. Um, we sort of came out of the closet with WordPress um, late last year. And that was, I tell you what, my days, my days of troubleshooting have got a lot shorter right. because <laughs> trying to white label everything and, you know, basically meaning to hide any sort of plugin names. And I, I think that was sort of me trying to make it feel more like a legitimate SaaS and feeling like I was sort of cheating by building it on, WordPress and on piggybacking on the hard work of others like yourself or other plugin makers. Um, but it turns out at the end of the day that, that people don't actually care what tools you use as long as you help them with their problem. Um, I've, I've worked a little bit with, with a guy called James Wedmore and he has a really good quote that I was requote, which is basically if somebody's drowning, if you see someone out there drowning and, and you're like, there's like a, a little rowboat you can go help them with. Or, and you're like, well, my, my, my fancy yachts, are the, I can't rescue my yachts being washed. Like right. they don't care. Use the rowboat. Like they don't freaking care how yeah. you save them. Right. And I, I think that's sort of, I, I sort of caught myself in that, in that trap of like wanting, you know, wanting to, and also probably to be able to take, take all the, I didn't want people to sign up and say, oh, well, I could have built this myself because I can see all the ingredients that you used. Right. And I think that was a fear in the beginning. And of course, that's not true. They're like, I don't care. They don't, they don't want to build it. They don't care what, what ingredients you use. If, if you have someone fix your car, you don't expect them to like hand tool all of the replacement parts. It's just silly. So I don't know why that's, that's really a thing. So yeah, a long answer to a short question. Uh, been there, done that, and now we're we're fully out in the out in the open, and we're we're actually proud to use WordPress. I mean, WordPress also. This is the other side of it. In recent months, it's you know with REST API and everything, it's just become you can you can build legitimate apps on WordPress now. Um, but I don't feel that I would ever want to because there's so many amazing plugins and the development cycles are so fast. Mm -hmm. Like I'm amazed at how quickly 
established WordPress plugin developers push out updates. It's like every couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, That's... So yeah, we so the the stack is uh, the stack is Lifter at its heart, um, and we don't we don't do this on multi site anymore. We we actually got out of that recently um, last year and decided everybody needs to have their own individual website and we're so you have like a hosting company that you clone a template and start from that yeah, kind of so, thing? yeah yeah so we're on we're on um we use we use like cloud servers yeah. uh, on Volta. we use that we just switched over to the brand new high frequency servers which are if you haven't tried them who is okay. it vulture which is like a you know digital ocean type of company okay uh, they have these high frequency servers that we just guy it was a little bit more money per server but it the hours it saves just for me when yeah. moving around the client sites is worth it um do you give the so, client um the hosting access or is that just something you hold on to as part of the service and everything we we use um a control panel called grid pane so that's yep. sort of our our um hosting and but we pull in our own servers through there and those guys are great so we basically have our own hosting company um but we have people a grid, the people at grid paint are very very you know they're, they're good server admins that help me out in a pinch um and that's patrick gallagher right over at grid patrick, yeah 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 awesome. exactly so um and so yeah then we so we basically have a, a a template site that we start with which is um the the middle section one the grow with the flow one yeah, and when an order comes in, or actually we stockpile them at this stage, but theoretically, when an order comes in, we just go find that master template, clone it, um, cloud fl- cloud. So, by, so one question there, and sorry I keep interrupting, sure. but this is so fascinating <laughs> to me. Um, I know what people think; they're like, "Oh, well, when someone buys, I want it to be instant." As but yeah. so, how much of this is like automated versus like you're like. Thank you for your order. Sit tight. We'll be back in one business day, kind of thing, or whatever. What do you do? It's more like the la- it's more like the latter. And er- like originally, we were trying to be instant. We were trying to be like, yeah, we'll just magic you up a website, <laughs> and then we realized, well, people, you know, that then they it spits out the site, and they're like, well, that's not exactly how I wanted it. Like this one has this one has some cows on it but my site i'm about veganism you know what i mean there was yeah. always or there's, <laughs> right. all there were people who were into like paleo style who were like well this there's just too many there's some bread there's some bread on my homepage." like yeah. really upset i was like well it's it's a picture you can change it so, <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> so, so now now we it but yeah it, it's sort of like a, all of my answers are going to be like we we tried this the porridge is too hot the porridge is too cold and now we feel like we found like the 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 correct temperature um but it's all you know it's always a work in progress and it's never finished uh but the current version feels very good and it's um yeah we, we stamp out we basically go find the master site which is constantly being tweaked and updated and that's all completely up to date and then we we basically t- create a clone of that um for the tech people we um Gridpane has an API with Cloudflare, so that handles the SSL certificate for us right there. So to me, we've got now we've got it all set up. We have the benefit of uh, the having used multi-site for years. I'm well aware of like the, the upsides to it. Um, the downsides for us were just because we were, you know, using an LMS, and then we've also added in Woo, WooCommerce for some sites, and it was just getting. I was kind kind of having like you know, nightmare premonition about something to just database bloat, basically. Um, so, so each side is like its site. own container. Like this is this client, this is yeah. this client. It's there's some, every, every yeah. single site we work on is its own website. And it's actually, we only have our, we only limit our servers to about 50 sites. So yeah. we've, we've got about, um, We've got nine different servers right now. Not to say that we've got nine times fifty customers, because we have we have a bunch of those. Uh, we, I have my own server to my own like sand, yeah. sandbox. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we try and keep that. We're really cognitive of how fast how fast these sites should be, how well they load on mobile. You know, we've got the sort of delicate balance of the caching. Uh, 
to make sure that you know people can update if they're using Lyft LMS or if they're using Buddy Boss and they're you know doing forum stuff. It needs to have the caching to be fast, but it also needs to have sort of forgivable cache that allows you to see what what's actually been yeah. posted in real time. So yeah. you know wow, that's, that's been. This is super cool, and and like I love, it, I, love that, <laughs> I love that you're saying it's a work in progress. Like, yeah, so Sally reserves the right to change what tool she's using, whatever. But just maybe if you could, and we're recording this in the tail end of March 2020. Yeah. But you're using Lifter LMS. What are some other like plugins, themes, page builder, whatever that you're using in your stack as of this recording that that you see as kind of critical? Well, as of this recording, and also I would say this is this has been the case all along since definitely since 2019. And um, is we use uh, Astra Pro, uh, we use Elementor Pro. That's another that's another plus to uh, being on single sites because that means yeah. we're allowed to use and we're building this we're building the sites for the client, so we're allowed to use Elementor Pro. There's there's licensing considerations with all yeah. of these things. Um, and we use, I have my own child theme of Astro Pro. So we have a child theme of a take root plan, a grow the flow plan, and then um, Buddy Boss. And for Buddy Boss, we actually, we use um, sort of a, we use kind of two, two versions. Uh, we have a version that pulls in the Astro theming, and then we have a version for people who want the more modern look that, that just purely runs the Buddy Boss theme. And for yeah. those people, we, we purchased a license for them. Because as you know, there's like a sort of a, a more app, Facebook-esque look to the Buddy Boss theme, yeah. uh, which for some of our clients love it. And others' clients, they're like, no, I want it to look more like my website. Mm-hmm. So I do, a lot of, um, I do a lot of CSS Hero. Oh, I use CSS Hero, which is a plugin as well, uh, to change people's if they want that button to be a particular shade of purple and nobody can find out how to do it, send in CSS Hero. So that's one of my favorites. But that's that's a tool that we use during setup. It's not something that we train the clients to use. Uh, Elementor, uh, I already talked about. That's really what everything hinges on for us. Um, and then obviously Lifter LMS, we have the, Whatever is the license, is it the developer license or the pro license where we have all of the add-ons? Infinity Bundle, yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't really live without a lot of those. We use Gravity Forms. Yeah. We have have basically the the unlimited dev version of of these things. Yeah. Um, And then WooCommerce, and then we have a WooCommerce appointment booking plugin for, for some people to use. Um, we also, we've just started using the, uh, zoom API integration plugin, which is actually a free WordPress plugin, mm-hmm. which allows you to, cause a lot of my practitioner clients use zoom and all it does is it allows them to create and launch zoom calls from right within their WordPress site. Um, so they can see a list of their calls. It just means that they don't have to. I mean, I, feel, I would say that I'm in the business of avoiding click, clicks. Like the less clicking around someone has to do to run their business, the better. And that's kind of what my like North Star is. <laughs> I call that the. Uh, I call that we're in the friction removal business. That's friction what I. Removal. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. Like, well, where's the where's the friction? I need to remove it because there's. I mean, yeah. there's a lot going on here. So, and you're working with a, you know, not a technical internet techie online business person. Yeah. That's their default. So you got to like, it's all about removing friction. Exactly. Yeah. So, and we, we like to give, we like to sort of try and give them the, the power of WordPress, but the sort of predictability and the safety and the sort of, um, I'm almost like a tool Sherpa for plugins and stuff. Like it, if they want to do like they have the basic set of tools that we give them and that, that allows them to run their business at what, whichever level they're at, they're at. So the plans all align with where they're at in their business. Mm-hmm. So we used to originally have a sales page that had a list of all the plugins and all the stuff you can do with them. And people were like, I bought it, but I don't know what it does. And I'm overwhelmed, Wow! but it has wow. to be good. Look at all these features, you know? <laughs> um, and we, we revisited that last fall and said, okay, 
who are we dealing with? We're dealing with, first of all, we're dealing with people who are new grads. They just left nutrition school and they, or they don't have, a, they don't have a website yet. They're working, maybe they're, maybe they're established, but they don't have a website. That's, that's the, the take route. That's those people. And that just gives them the ability to start basically having people book discovery calls with them um, and start doing one-on-one work online. And then we're like, okay, what's the next group of people? Um, they're the people who are ready to do a, a group program or an online course. And then, you know, the kings and queens at the top are the people who are ready to build their own community. But we make it modular. So if you sign up for the first one and then in a couple months, you're like, okay, now I'm ready to do that course. We just flick a few switches, oh, activate a few plugins, add a few pages from our template library. Um, and of course, you know, integrate it, make sure that it looks, um, you know, matches the rest of their site. So it's a combo of like kind of as automated as possible um, and as maybe not automated, but maybe more like pre, you know, we have sort of a stack of ingredients in our kitchen that we know are good and we know that that they work well together. Um, and you don't make it into the TPP plugin stable and, unless you play well with others. Okay. <laughs> There's been many plugins that I fall in love with and I like activate them and it's like, oh, okay. That's just, it broke everything else. You know? Yeah. So you're like, I mean, there's more friction removal is like you're vetting and you're going with quality, lack of conflicts. I have yeah. to ask, um, and this is maybe a surprise to some people who follow me on the internet is I can't write a single line of code. I'm not a developer. Whenever I have to write the HTML for a link, I have to look up that Ahref thing, which may make mm-hmm. people laugh. But are you a developer or are you, like, do you write code or are you? No, I copy, I, is... I, copy, I copy and paste code really uh, well. <laughs> so you're like me in the sense that we're yeah. what would be considered WordPress power users. We're not developers, but yeah. we, we can bring things and put them together and maybe do a little copy paste of something to make it work well. But I think that's fascinating. And this is the power of the WAS opportunity yeah is you can build essentially a you know SaaS business without being a developer i mean how yeah. cool is that right? yeah it's great and it's getting easier and easier because of like i said the recent developments with wordpress it's it's becoming you know it it's i know there's this you can do this sort of head headless wordpress mm-hmm. uh i i don't think i need to bother with that but there's there's a there's a little devil on my shoulder saying check it out check it out that's gonna be really cool (laughs) but i have to learn uh i have to learn to sort of call it done you know it's working the way that and you can you can over you can over mix over mix the cake you know what i mean (laughs) yeah over engineer it or whatever yeah exactly so i think it's good to be that we got busy and it and, and it made me forced me to stop developing because that's my that's my fun time. It's like, oh, we could do this, or we could do that. Um, and I did fall into the trap, which a lot of people do, of, of just sort of one person comes along and says, hey, I would really like it to do this. And I'm like, Willy Wonka, like, okay, coming right up, and just pull some levers over here. And, you know, three weeks later, I've, I've done it. And it's like, they, that one person's happy, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a waste of time. Like, nobody else needs it. Or maybe it's not what they really need. Maybe what they thought that they wanted isn't what what they really needed. Yeah. So all this stuff has has been sort of processized now in our business, and it, and it's mostly for my own to keep me on track. It's like okay, if somebody has a feature request, ask them why. Like zoom out because they don't necessarily know what they don't know. And they might think that they need this particular thing. And you might say, okay, well, would it perhaps be better to do it this way? And they might say, oh, yeah, that's way better to do it that way and it's simpler. Wow. So um, I can sort of provide an unofficial um, uh, plug-in curation uh, service as well, which is coming back to my community. That's kind of – I still find – I started in my in my niche as a course creator and sort of the tech person that people looked to for tech answers. What's the best plugin for this? What's the best plugin for that? And I feel like I'm still getting those emails. So I thought, well, let's just have a place 
for people to come, people who are, you know, natural health practitioners, if they need any tech questions, um, hopefully we can answer them. That's super helpful. Like, I mean, we all have those people that we go to for advice in a particular niche and yeah, everything's out on the internet, but the value is curation. Like, Exactly. Saving time, saving mistakes, saving poor choices, saving overwhelm. Yeah. It's important. We need leaders like that out there. On 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 the um for your course and also for your customers at the practitioner platform, how much uh business it opens up not limited by geography? Because typically as a as a healthcare practitioner, you know, it's your local community. But like yeah. What's like how many people took your course outside of where you live and how many people use your WAS outside of your immediate community? All over, all over the place. So that we had, we had a couple in the beta version of my online practitioner course that taught them how to create an online course. We had um, someone in Dubai, a bunch of people in Australia and New Zealand, um, South Africa, uh, Sweden, so the, a lot of different places, and of course that, and that was that was uh, about five years ago now. So yeah. even more so now, like people, the the, the as, as much as the current period is is a terrible thing that we're all going through, it sort of makes me smile to to see that Zoom has become a household word <laughs> yeah. and, and a verb, you know, a verb for people who <laughs> yeah. didn't know what it was before. Um, so. Um, the stuff that we've been just working on in my in my business and productizing it and and kind of streamlining it, we were on track to be doing that before uh, coronavirus outbreak, mm-hmm. and so it's almost like everything aligned. It's like suddenly all eyes are on this type of way to work. Yeah, uh, and and practitioners themselves. We have a lot of practitioners who that I know who. Are, yeah, they knew about online courses, but they're like, yeah, I like one-on-one work. It's not for me. I like, and now they're saying, okay, I got to work online. Like I literally am being forced. That's to, my choice. Yeah. That's, that's the this. option in front yeah. of me. And you have the time, like if you can't take patients, yeah. patients and uh, clients right now, I mean, there, that creative energy can be harnessed. Yeah. Um, do you remember how you found Lifter LMS? <sighs> Or how you came across like uh, the brand or whatever. I'm a research hound. Okay. So it would have been when I was trying to figure out which LMS to use. And I've been sort of sniffing around this, the idea of a membership or a WAS or learning management site since about 2014. And I know because I found notes when I'm searching on my computer for stuff, I'll find like, and I'll come up with an idea and I'll, I'll search like the main part and it'll be like there was a note from 2014 I was like oh I already I already ideated this yeah <laughs> um, so it would have been around then um I I started on lifter when I did the original version that was on multi-site yeah and then I found out that lifter at that point wasn't or I don't know if it still is wasn't multi-site compatible so I ha- then I had to pivot to use LearnDash. Uh, which I found was much more just not as intuitive and simple. There were, and I, it still had this bug where it would keep reordering your modules the wrong way. Um, but I felt like that was the only choice that I had. And then we switched back to Lifter as soon as we could. That was actually one of the prime drivers for me for switching from multi-site to single site. Um, and especially the, I don't know which upgrade it was where you where you added the dragon the, like the builder became like super drag and drop. Yeah. And that to me was as a as a content creator myself. I, I when I do when I do calls with people to sort of show them around the platform, I always show them that page. Yeah. Because I say this is gonna help you get that course idea out of your head. Use this as like a come in and build I sort of tell them how to do it, come in and build your skeletal course structure. Um, and people see that there's two points in my calls where people, I can see people get it. And one of them is that. That's that the light bulb level. moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the other is we use a tool called project huddle to allow people to give feedback. Uh, so when we've done the first 
draft of their site. We send them an email and they get to log into their live site and leave these little stickers on it and leave us feedback. So I show them that that's so that they can visualize what's going to happen. And that's the other one where they're like, oh, so. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah. um, last question for you. This has been an awesome interview. I'm going to figure out how to early release it because I'm, I'm loving <laughs> it so much. Um, I'm actually going to steal a podcast interview question from one of my business coaches. His name's Dan Martell. Uh, but essentially, who did you need to become as a healthcare practitioner or more broadly a subject matter expert mm -hmm. to become a WAS entrepreneur and go through that transformation? Who did I need to become? Um, I have a phrase that's actually, I had it on a sticky on my iMac for a long time, which is uh, I wrote down and just came to me meditating one day, show them what's possible. And so that's kind of my little personal mantra to get out of my own way um, and to, to recognize um, someone once said that in terms of the hero's journey, I'm the reluctant hero. Like yeah. I just happened to do stuff and I said, I'll show you how to do it if you want. Uh, so that's never been something that I, I, I never wanted to be a leader or anything, but you know, if it's something that you're interested in and you be, you accidentally become an expert, the accidental expert, um, I think that's something that you have to kind of step up to. Um, it's a disservice to you and to everybody else to not to not do that. So that's who I I try to be. I try to become more comfortable with being the the accidental expert. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you, Sally, for showing us what's possible as a last entrepreneur. I love the story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Sally Crew, her website is thepractitionerplatform.com. Is there anywhere else you want to send people or ways to connect with you? Yeah, the, uh, the community that is a work in progress is going to be at theonlinepractitioner.com. Um, awesome. As well. So, but they'll, they'll, be, they'll be interlinked with each other. Fantastic. Well, Thank you so much. We're going to have to do a follow-up episode in a year or something like that. But uh, thank you so much for spending you, some time Chris. with us today. And th thanks for creating Lift for LMS. My whole business hinges on it. So, Absolutely. so stay awesome. <laughs> well, you're welcome. And that means a lot. It really does. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.